If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to the Get Lit Podcast. I am your host, Becky Rabin, and this is your high-vibe, no-bullshit, fortnightly dose of inspiration, motivation, and empowerment to help you shush your inner critic, break through your limiting beliefs, build up your self-worth, get out of your own way, and fearlessly step into your power, giving you the success and confidence to live your most lit-up life. Through this podcast, we hope to give you actionable tools to take away and show you success stories that show you the way. This is for the dreamer, the believer, the go-getter, and the inspired. Time to get lit. Hi guys, and welcome back to the Get Lit with Becky Raven podcast, the place to be to build a life you love, a business you are proud of, and a mindset that will take you places. Today, I am back for another solo episode, and this is the final episode of season two from me before we take a little break. I just wanted to say a massive thank you to you guys. This season for us has been incredible. We have almost tripled our listeners and welcomed so many new people to our community. So thank you all again for your continued support, your checking in, your sharing your wins with me along the way, your messages and all the love that you guys have been given us. One of the main things that you guys message me is that you all share with me the things that you guys have managed to achieve and accomplished since listening to this podcast, which literally just makes me glow up inside. And I feel like our job is just completely done um, when you guys do do that. But what it also made me realize is that I actually haven't in all of our episodes done an episode on building a business or what it's like to have your own business, what it takes to have your own business and what the life of an entrepreneur is actually like. Um, What I've been really focusing on is giving you guys the tools, the mindset beliefs, the habits, the resources, the rituals to really help you build a more lit up life. Because before we can call in the careers, the businesses and the relationships that we dream of, we really need to do the work on ourselves first. But it really got me thinking. I was like, we actually haven't even done a business focused episode. And so many of these listeners of ours either have their own business or are looking to have their own business or are thinking about having their own business. So most of you will know that Get Lit was actually born as a business coaching academy. The Lit Click, that was the first thing that we ever launched. It was a, it is a, not was a, it is a, an incredible monthly membership to help 
wellness coaches build their business, whether they're starting or scaling up. Um, And so all the things that we talk about on the podcast so far have been ultimately giving you the mindset that will make a business possible. But I actually can't believe I've not done one fully on this topic itself. So if you don't already know, and you are a listener of ours, and you might have a niggle, because I do get messages from people like, hey, I'm thinking of being a coach, what would your advice be? And I always think, hang on a minute, is it not really obvious that this is what our business actually focuses on and helps women achieve um, and is probably the prime product of our Get Lit business. So if you don't know, we have tons and tons and tons of workshops, resources, courses, memberships for women in the wellness industry or for women wanting to start a business. So whether you are starting out or actually already up and running, we literally have everything for you. If you head to Get Lit Inc. um, on our website and you click on the Lit Business Academy, you'll see a bunch of resources and workshops like one-off bundles, one-off masterclasses that are, uh, have been created for guidance in your business growth. And then if you click the lit click, this is our monthly membership. It is super, super affordable. Um, it, it We have poured our heart and soul into this for the past two years to create an all-encompassing business coaching community to help people start or scale up their coaching business. Whether you are a personal trainer, a health coach, a life coach, a nutritionist, a Reiki healer, a tarot card reader, whatever it might be that you want to do or you already do do, we have a membership that is a monthly membership. You get access to our members resource area with over a hundred... 100, even more than that, um, resources, worksheets, live trainings, workbooks, demos on how to build a business, how to find your niche, how to attract new clients, how to create a podcast, how to launch an event, how to build membership programs, and right through to how to even get yourself started and get really clear on what it is that you wanted to do. We have had women join our community with no clue of what they wanted to do at all, but they knew they wanted to work in wellness. And a year on, they are now fully fledged entrepreneurs, with their own websites, their own podcasts, their own events, their own programs, working with their own clients. So please do check that out. If we don't make it obvious enough on any of our websites, please go and check it out. You also get access to our insane community. And if you know or have listened to any of my podcasts, what comes up time and time again is surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals who are going to support you and light you up. So we do this, um, or we have this community of over 200 professionals inside the community who are all there to support you on your business growth, as well as all the additional things that we offer, such as accountability partner programs, um, live trainings, support, ambassadors, um, mum, member of the months. We literally have so much in there to help you build a wildly successful business. So do go and check that out. We have tons of testimonials from our girls within the community as to what they've managed to achieve since joining the click. So please, please, please do check it out. We will be opening the doors for 48 hours only on the 22nd of June. We do not keep the membership open all year round. Um, and this is probably going to be the last time that we open the doors and until the end of the year. So if you are listening to this at a later date and the doors have already closed, then be sure to get yourself signed up to the waitlist because 
because from time to time we let a small group of people in if they are on the wait list but you will be the first to find out when the doors do open but if you are listening to this live and this episode has just gone up 22nd of june to the 24th of june our doors open and we will be letting in new coaches or people who want to start their business so be sure to check that out also for anyone who is looking to move careers and are unsure what you want to be going into then head to the lit business academy.co.uk forward slash the career change and i have a workshop there all dedicated that i'll be hosting live this saturday but you will be able to access the replay if you cannot make the live showing on how and what exactly it takes to change careers and if that isn't enough for you guys i'm giving you all the goods today but i just realized that i probably don't talk about all of this stuff enough we have a free workshop video training on the six things that you need in place to build a successful coaching business. So if you are someone who is thinking about starting a coaching business, but you don't really know what it takes, how to make it happen or what it entails, then sign up to that. It's completely free. And that is at www.thelitbusinessacademy.co.uk forward slash six things you need. So make sure you check that out. So With that all said, as you can tell, we have tons and tons and tons that we offer. What I thought I would do today is finish off this season with a bit of a life hack. So the life hacks of an entrepreneur, the tips, the tricks, um, what it's really like, a little bit of an insight into what it's really like, how it unfolds, what I couldn't live without, and the things that I have found that have really helped me create that business that I have always dreamed of without it being so exhausting and so stressful. So this is going to be useful for anyone who's already thinking about having a business, who might already have a business. Um, And it should be relatable for anyone at any point in their journey because they are just life hacks and tricks that have really helped me manage the unmanageable of uh the unmanageable life of an entrepreneur the ups and downs um so i guess my first point is finding your own consistency as an entrepreneur anyone who's already an entrepreneur and listening to this will know that it is a bumpy road there are lots of ups and downs so finding your own routine of consistency is incredibly important um For those of you who don't have a business yet, I think you'll hear quite often people talking about how incredible a business is, working for yourself is, and and kind of living that life where you're in control and you get to make up your days and you get to see how your week looks like. And those things are all like such key values of mine. And when I work on anything with anyone, like for our career changing webinar, for example, I always say you need to get really clear about what your values are so that you can align a role, a career or a business that kind of is aligned with your own personal values and what's important to you. Um, And having your own business is one of the most amazing things to wake up every day and know that you control your day. You get to do what you want to do. You can wake up whenever you want. You can have your own routine is so powerful. Um, But a lot of the time, I think people sell you this dream that having a business is like this all floating, all flying phenomenal thing. And whilst it is, and all the phenomenal things outweigh any of the negative things, it can be an overwhelming space. You have so much to do. There's never a never ending to do list you're in control. So you feel guilt when you're not working. There are so many ups and downs to a business. All the while you're trying to level up each time. So you'll hit a new area in your business or you'll be launching something. It requires you to step out of your comfort zone 
all the time. So you can be hit sometimes with some roadblocks and places that need healing inside of you. Um, you're constantly fighting your fears. Um, and sometimes it can be incredibly overwhelming. And I literally used to be the person that went at 110 miles per hour and then I would crash. And my business never went anywhere because it was so inconsistent. You cannot be high flying all the time. And the bit that scares me the most about this industry sometimes is a lot of the coaches in the industry who are like, you know, people are watching them. A lot of the entrepreneurs and other business coaches look like they are on all the time. It is just go, 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 go. And it's exhausting to watch their stories. And quite often, these are the women at the beginning of their business. Now, At the beginning of your business, you absolutely need to have that hustle inside of you. You've got that spark, you've got that motivation, you're excited. But what often happens is we need that momentum often to launch something, but you cannot continue at that momentum all the time. So when I work with some of my one-to-one clients, what happens is quite often they are starting their business. They were getting really clear on what their website is, what kind of coach they want to be, what their pricing structure is. And there's a lot to be done. So they're going at this like full speed ahead kind of groove. And then when everything launches, there's almost a bit of an anticlimax because they hit rock bottom or they're exhausted. You cannot go at a fast paced level all the time. You just can't. It's just not doable. And you will always crash. And I learned that the hard way. My business would be like, yes, I'm going 100 miles an hour. And then I'd need like a week off. Um, and then everything would fall to pot when I had that week off. And so what you want to try and find is this like, consistency that is across the board all the time. So for me, I now give myself like six tasks a day, five tasks a day that are important. Two or three of them are big, two or three of them are small. And once they're done, my day is done. And I have like so many rules, like rules and boundaries, not rules, but like rituals and boundaries around my working day that help me do them better. So most of the time I get up and I really pace myself. I talk a lot about my morning routine, so I won't go into too much depth. But for example, I don't work usually until like 10 o'clock in the morning, 11 o'clock in the morning. But actually... I don't have meetings until then. My favorite time to like be inspired in work is first thing in the morning. So I allow myself that space. I usually get up, I work out and I meditate. And like, for example, this morning, it's 9.30 in the morning and I'm recording this podcast. I have actually already this morning um, made an advert for our launch. I have um, rewritten something in the mornings I'm most in flow. So that's when I like to like just blur out and it's almost like my journaling practice. And sometimes it's just journaling and sometimes it's like journaling for my business. Um, but I never do any of that. I never roll out of bed and sit straight on my computer unless I feel very cool to do so. So you need to find your own consistency because we can't work at that high pace level all the time. So you've got to find your own routine that works for you. My next point, which I'm actually going to put here quite early on because I think it's super important, is delegate as early as you can. Now, one of the biggest fears I think a lot of entrepreneurs have is obviously money. Um, So many of us have a scarcity mindset and a lack mindset when it comes to money. And I will be doing a podcast episode on this because I think it's super, super important that we get really clear about what our money story is because you will never create a successful relationship with money until you do the work around what your current relationship is. So season three, stay tuned. We will be doing one on money mindset. But that being said, um, 
we can often be quite fearful of the fact that all our money is going into starting up and that we need to get to a certain level before we start delegating and having staff. Now, people always laugh at me. I have a full-time member of staff, not laugh at me, but they're like, oh, I didn't realise. And I have a PA. When I first got my PA, a lot of my friends were like, you have a PA? Like, who do you think you are? And I was like, what do you mean, who do I think I am? I'm a successful businesswoman. Like, that that is classic that is classic 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 from start to finish who do you think you are to do something and I got this advice from my own business mentor and it really changed everything for me I always say to my clients delegate as soon as you can as soon as you're in a position to delegate we must delegate because there's a reason a method to my madness you don't have to delegate huge amounts of money at all. So with some of my clients, I sit them down and I say, right, how much extra cash do you have a month? And how can we use that wisely by getting someone to help you with your work? Because quite often, right, most of you, your genius, your purpose, your real reason you're here doing this work is that you want to help people. And so I really believe, and if you've not read it yet, read The Big Leap. Um, If you've not quite yet mastered the fact that in life as an entrepreneur, The goal is to be doing your genius, what you are the most epic at. So whenever I work with my clients, I get them really clear about what their purpose is, but also what is their genius? What is their strong point? What is their like pierre de resistance, for example? What are they incredible at that nobody else can do the way that they can do? Or what do they love doing? And quite often we sit at like um, level of competency or level of excellence. So we tend to do the tasks that we're either quite good at or very, very good at because we've taught ourselves to. And we quite often don't take that next level up. And he talks about this in the book, Gay Hendricks. It's honestly, the most amazing book. And he talks about how we often don't take that next step up to our genius level, the place where we are flowing, where we are vibing and where we are doing what we are meant to be doing on this planet. And so by delegating out small tasks, what you realize very quickly is that you have more time to sit in your genius. So I got a PA really early on And I said, look, I have £250 a month. Let's see what you can do for me. My lovely Harriet, most of you might know her, have seen me talk about her. And she started booking in my clients, um, sending them their contracts um, and getting them all set up, dealing with the discovery calls, um, creating all their files or their folders or their contracts, sending them their invoices. When I saw what time that gave me back, before I knew it, by the second month, I was paying her £1,400 a month because I saw that, what she was able to do for my business and free me up to create content that I was born to create, my business made three times the amount per month. And I I don't love to talk about money, but actually I think it's super, super important. But my business made three times more money in like three months of me taking on a a, a PA. Like, honestly, it completely changed things. So what I like to say is like, for me now in my business, I basically come up with the ideas, I create all of the content, all of the newsletters, all of the quotes, all of the captions, Um, I come up with my podcast episodes, I create all the trainings, I do all of that, but everyone else does everything else around me, they are the ones that make it happen, Ella and Harriet are just so amazing, they are the girls, they are the people who put the podcast together, put the podcast live, create the promo for it, they are the ones who schedule all my newsletters, they are the ones who... um, Oh my God, there is not much that they don't do. They set up all my webinars. They sort out all the payment forms. They do all my P&Ls. They do everything around my business so that I just get to sit in my genius. And that is why I think we've seen such a huge growth in the business within the last year. In fact, I'm sure of it. So delegate as early as you can. 
start small and you might think about this and think well it's all right for you you know you make money here you make money here but I didn't at the beginning and I delegated still I took that risk and I took another big risk when I took on Ella full-time full-time salary you know I have to pay PAYE I have to ensure that I can afford to pay her every single month and she's not paid a terrible salary you know so that's what I want to say to you is delegate as early as you can and think about that because really the key point to this is you need to be in your genius at all times or as much as you possibly can you need to be working in that level of excellency where you know that you are creating the content that you were born to create or do the things that you were born to do the next thing is plan pace and prepare with everything that you do I used to be such a just doer and I wouldn't plan anything now there's a really nice balance that needs to happen here I really think that sometimes people over plan over prepare and over pace as an excuse to step out into their light and so I do have a motto in life of like think before you do Uh, sorry do before you think do before you think get it wrong um so that you can do something before you have time to overthink it but that doesn't mean that it doesn't require some kind of planning and pacing yourself so we plan things like timescales and timelines because I guess I've got to that point now where I don't talk myself out of things and we prepare a lot of things but for example with my podcasts I don't write scripts I just do them I plan out what it might cover and I put some bullet points but I just do them because I always believe that I am better coming right from the heart and saying what I want to say rather than following a script and so what I will say to you is if pacing yourself is probably the biggest key point to take away here if you come up with something don't be the person that I was where I would launch one thing it would be launched I put it out there I talk about it once and then I'd be on to launching the next thing and I would never pace it out or plan it out so a lot of the things that we've done with our business particularly in the last few months it looks like we've done loads of new things like launch our online courses launch our modules launch the webinars redo our get lit click and we have but we've actually been planning and working on all of those things for like six seven months behind the scenes and I had a real pacing structure with get it was start business coaching then it was okay once I've got to a certain level with my one-to-one clients now what okay now I'm going to do my group coaching program I didn't launch it until I'd hit the goals of my one-to-one coaching we nurtured that for six months let it grow into this amazing community and then we launched events and then we launched our podcast everything has been paced out and that came with planning and preparing sometimes it really takes you to get to a certain level to be able to just wing stuff and so I would always say like pace yourself plan the pacing do things slowly take it slowly And if you are someone like me who comes up with a ton of ideas every day, then just find a place to jot them down. So now like when I'm running or I'm meditating and I come up with an idea, I put them all in my notes and I have a spreadsheet that the girls have created for me that I can go in and dump them so that I remember like, okay, well, money mindset came up in that podcast when I'm looking and I'm sitting and I'm going, right, what do I want to do my next episode on? I'll go to this list that I've written where I've come up with all my ideas and I've parked them and I go back to it. Some of the things that we're launching now, like with our life coaching directory, so where you can find life coaches and and, and coaches to help you uh, be a better version, more lit up version of yourself. I came up with that idea two years ago, but I had to park it and put it to the side. So pace yourself. Um, The next thing I think that's really changed my life as an entrepreneur and one of the biggest hacks that I could say take away is block out days by tasks and write left brain and give a set amount of tasks per day. So basically get savvy with what you're doing in a day. So I always say one of the biggest things that changed my business was uh, 
framing my days by right and left brain days. So essentially in our brain, we have a, a more creative side and a more like analytical and numbery kind of admin side. And I now set out my days like that. So I block out days and I go, right, Mondays are my creative days. Tuesdays are my creative days. Wednesdays are client days. Thursdays are client days. And Fridays are, are whatever needs to be done kind of day. And with that, I now know that I can't flip between recording and creating a podcast and then setting something up admin or doing my banking. It has to be on a completely different day. So I give myself full permission to have days where I'm just fully creative, fully immersive. I'm writing newsletters. I'm planning podcasts. I'm um, creating content. I'm recording videos. And then on my client days, I know that I'm giving a lot of energy on those days to my clients. So around those days, I just do all of their client work, their feedback, look at their sites, look at all the things that they wanted me to look at. And I don't even try to attempt creating anything on those days. And then I have days where it's like admin. So it's like small, litty, nitty gritty tasks. It's my banking. It's my replying to people's emails. And I also only look at my emails at set times of the day as well. So I allow my myself the flow in the morning before I I never look at my emails first thing in the morning I always do my flowy work or anything that I need to do and then around 11 o'clock I sit down and I look at all my emails then I do more flowy work and then in the evening just before I sign off or in the late afternoon just before I sign off I'll look at them again reply to anything that's urgent and make a note of anything that needs to be replied to in the week or the next day so really block out those tasks Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. My next hack is boundaries are key. Boundaries are so key in business because I think before you know it, you can be literally burning the candle at both ends, which I kind of have said a little bit earlier. But when I first started my business um, with my business partner, we started an influencer marketing agency and I was such a morning person or I am a morning person with work and she's such a night owl and it was absolutely hell on earth. I'd get up in the morning and get loads of work done and then I would like switch off about four or five o'clock and she'd come home from being out in the day doing classes, meeting people, doing things like that. And then she'd be like, right, cool, evening shift. I'm going to sit down and work. But what happened was we had to create boundaries around that because what was happening was 
I was like on her case first thing in the morning and then I was exhausted by the time she came home and then when she started working she started asking me questions saying can you do this can we do this because we live together and so I before I knew it I was working from seven in the morning until 2 a.m and there were no boundaries there were no rules I would sit on my laptop and reply to emails the moment they came in because we were so desperate um and I'm going to do an episode on desperation and lack and attachment but we were so desperate to get our business off the ground that we didn't trust it a little bit and um yes we worked super hard but I don't necessarily think those 2am mornings were what made it happen and I was exhausted I was actually exhausted and there were just no boundaries like if someone emailed me and needed something I'd reply it back to them in like five minutes and it's taken me a lot of time but if you can kind of incorporate this into your business whether you're starting or you're already in business boundaries are key so I sat down and I went, right, what makes me work the best? What's make, what makes me feel the best and what brings out my best work? And that was less time, less, less distractions and like less busyness. So I used to be the person that spent my whole life going out on meetings, calls, going into London, seeing people, um, connecting, collaborating. And I think it's so important to do that. And you need to delegate time, particularly if you're starting out, to ensure that at least the day or two of your week are like, are are kind of given to connecting but I got to this point where I was like well I never do any work then like I don't have any time to actually do any work so I sat down and I went right to bring the best out of me I need to have a morning routine where I meditate I journal I get into a flow and I exercise then I need to give myself permission with no calls no meetings no distractions to do my work and then I need to also make sure that come six o'clock I'm not working anymore so I have a rule now I literally literally do not work after six o'clock unless we are launching something or something is absolutely urgent. And even then I try and stick to my rules with my clients. I put boundaries in place where I deliberately don't reply or I put in my contracts that I won't reply straight away when they text me or WhatsApp me, especially if it's on a Sunday night, I just won't. And they know that and they respect that I wait. And I've started to realize it's not about people pleasing or coming from this place of having to be available for everyone all the time. Boundaries make people respect you more and they make sure that you always are bringing out the best version of yourself my clients know that if I'm having a weekend and I am exhausted and I have been giving, 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 and I just need a weekend to myself, they don't expect me to reply to their issue in a minute. They just don't. They don't expect it. So put those boundaries in place. Get really clear on what it is that's important to you for you to bring out your best kind of work. My next point is let yourself have those lows. So as I kind of said at the beginning is there will be lows in business quite often because they're followed by the highs. So I used to like host events. I still host events, but I used to, after an event, get really low and I used to almost like be so high vibe and so up in the air and so love it that when it ends, I get really sad that it's ended, even though I'm super happy with how it went. For some reason, I used to always get really, really low. And what used to happen was I was would resist that low. I'd feel like angry at myself for having that low. I'd beat myself up for having that low. And what I've really learned in business is like, let yourself have those downtimes. Let yourself feel those lows. Let yourself come back down to earth a little bit. And I think the key point in this is that that's where the consistency comes in. If you are working at a consistent level, then you're not having those highs as much, then the lows aren't as lows. And that's something that I've been navigating with my business for a long time now is how can I consistently enjoy my work, consistently get stuff done without being up in the air so that I have such huge lows. But honestly, you've got to just let yourself sometimes feel out those feelings, feel those lows question yourself why you're feeling sad about things or why things didn't work out for you because it's always a lesson and there's always room for growth there 
My next point was stay in your genius as much as possible. So I've covered that a little bit earlier on, but this is definitely something that I think needs to be spoken more about in the industry and, and, and in people starting or scaling up their business is spending more time doing what you know you're incredible at, what you were born to do and not all the fluffy stuff around it. So like if you are someone who is not good at spreadsheets and admin and accounts, get an accountant. If you are someone who is terrible with tech, have someone help you build your website, have someone do all the tech stuff for you. There is no point frustrating yourself and lowering your energy vibe, doing it all and doing things that you hate doing. The next point is stay in your own lane. This was something I had to really learn very quickly. There are a lot of us out there. There are a lot of people in the industry. There are a lot of people that are doing entrepreneurial work, have their own business, particularly if you're in the coaching industry. But that does not mean that there is not a lot of room for you. That does not mean that there's not enough clients for you. There are plenty of clients for all of us. You just need to stay in your own lane. So what I like to say to people is look at those around you who inspire you. If someone inspires you, get really clear about what's their story. How did they get where they got? How did they make it happen? What do you love about their work? But don't find yourself comparing yourself to what someone else has done or she's done that. So I have to do this. And if I don't do this, then I'm not going to be here. You really need to just roll with what your own lane is, what your thing is, what you want to bring to this world, what you want to serve as a business owner and what you want to create. It's so important that you stay in your own lane. And Gabby Bernstein actually gave me that insight. She gave me that nugget of wisdom when I was emailing her um, about like an interview and she replied to me and I couldn't believe she actually personally replied to me off her personal email. And it was like, she just knew what I needed to hear at that time. And she said to me, like, stay in your own lane and keep your side of the street clean. I.e., stop worrying about what other people are doing right or wrong. Stop judging them. Stop wondering why they're doing things or what their purpose is or thinking that you deserve more than them, but they're getting it because they're showing up more and just stay in your own lane. Keep your side of the street clean. Keep yourself doing the good. Be the change you want to be and know that the rest will all be looked after for you. And it took me a long time. I did not know what she meant when she first emailed me that. And it took me a really long time to nail it. And now I just totally get what she means. You need to stay in your own lane guys is so important the next part I think is just so key for any entrepreneur is to challenge yourself um ask for advice and seek mentors I honestly like if you don't have a coach or you don't have a mentor you are never going to go where you want to go in your business never fact whether it's a mentor as a friend a mentor as a family member a mentor or a group situation where you have a mentor or other people supporting you or in your in communities and networks with people that are like-minded or you literally have a one-to-one coach I really didn't know the world of coaching before I became one and I was re- before I turned into a business coach um and I like progressed into that pathway I didn't really understand the coaching industry it's like this secret little world that you don't know about and when I started researching and looking into all the people who inspired me all those big names all those thought leaders all of those key people that I listen to every single day I realized that every single one of them had a mentor has a mentor and have has more than one mentor in most cases they have life coaches they have business 
business coaches, they have performance coaches, and they are obsessed with investing in themselves. When I started my, with my business coach, that was it. It was game over for me. I just realized that, wow, the level of having a mentor in your life and a coach in your life. And so many of us get scared about spending that money on ourselves, but it's really just, we don't believe that we're worthy of it. And so if you've been thinking about really taking things to the next level, and you are someone that knows you are capable of so much more than what you are doing right now, the only way you are going to really truly get that kind of level of success that you dream of is by having someone keep you accountable. Having someone outside of you tell you that you are worth so much more and that you can go and get it. And I actually had this conversation with a friend really recently because I currently don't have a mentor. I'm currently thinking about going back to study and I'm also looking for what my next mentor might be. And I've kind of put it out there to the universe that I want a male energy, I think, and that I kind of want them to come to me. I want to kind of just wait, like see them and just know that they are the right mentor for me and that it will all make sense. So I'm kind of in the process of looking for another mentor. And I was talking to a friend and she'd enrolled in this course. And I was like, dude, that course is like, I could, that's like what I, that's what I do as a business coach. Like, why have you enrolled in that course? You could have come and kind of work with me. And uh, I was talking about the like next level that I want to take stuff in my business. And she was like, dude, you need another mentor. She was like, you've got little like little niggling like worries and beliefs there that you you've got yourself so far out of your comfort zone. You need now to take things to a whole new level. And you're not going to do that unless you've got someone cheering you on. And she was like, think about all the girls in your podcast, all the girls in the community. You know, they, they message you and they tell you that like just listening to your podcast gave them the like fire in their belly to get going. You can't always be be your own fire in your belly you have to get someone to scream that at you sometimes and it really made me realize that like it is so time for me to seek my next mentor I kind of outgrew my last one and I was like what's the next stage for me and now I kind of feel like I know and uh, she made me realize in a heartbeat like what I create what I do for anyone listening to this podcast if you guys have achieved something by listening to this podcast I need the same thing now I need someone to spur me on to my next level so if you haven't yet engaged in any kind of mentor or you've been thinking about it or you've had a call with a life coach and then you you didn't sign up because it was too expensive like know that that investment is so worth it and it is the very voice that tells you that you can't afford it is the one that wants to keep you safely inside of that comfort zone so yeah power of investing yourself is so key might even do an episode on that myself um in season three because I think it's so important the next point is trust your gut trust 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 and trust it a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more until you're so trusting that it hurts um like anything in life when you follow your heart in business things always unfold and there have been a few times where I have been kind of thrown into a pathway that I knew just didn't feel right and it wasn't really what I wanted to do and it was what everyone told me that I should do and I regretted it straight away and I think it is just so important your heart always knows your heart is so bloody intelligent guys it is more intelligent than your brain it always knows the truth it always knows what's right and you've got to start tuning into those feelings a little bit more and the more and more and more you listen to when you have a gut feeling and you follow the path way with it the more the louder that voice will become the louder your intuition will become and the more trusting and and you know open your gut will become and you'll just know and you won't need to kind of like constantly ask it questions you'll just feel what the right next step is so honestly in business it is so crucial for you guys to be trusting your gut if you know that there is something missing out there and you want to run it and you want to own it then go for it don't let anyone tell you otherwise if you know that you have a message a very 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 clear message that you want to get out there into the industry and you believe is like the what the world needs to hear then don't let other people push it in a different direction just don't trust that the universe will make it unfold absolutely when it is meant to how it is meant to 
to for you. You've just got to trust your gut. You have just got to follow it, which kind of leads me to my next point, which is know that the dots always connect. Everything that you have done up until now in your life has made perfect sense and it has got you where you are today. And nothing has been a mistake. Everything has been a lesson and everything has been part of the process and part of your journey. Never in a million years did I think I would end up being a business coach when I left my corporate job. Never. Not once. Not once did I feel that. I left my corporate job to start up a marketing company, but that was more just my financial safety net. And my dream was launch an online wellness magazine and like become a PT. Never did I realize that actually having been so sporty as a child and always wanting to be a personal trainer as a child and then not doing it because I didn't think the time was right and instead randomly going to do a a degree at university in advertising and marketing and then going to get myself a job in sales and advertising and then working my way up to be a manager where I was managing the department um, did I realize that all of those things made perfect sense they were all part of the dots because learning to run a department meant I learned how to build a business managing budgets of like four million pounds taught me to manage money and manage my budgets and learn how to create a business learning at university how to pitch all the time and present all the time back to clients back to big agencies back to advertising back to brands taught me how to present and to public speak and to to do exactly what I'm doing now and having that constant feedback from people always taught me to believe in myself working my way up that corporate ladder so quickly so young at such a young age into a role that nobody expected me to get taught me that I was worthy of doing it, that I knew that deep down I was capable. So I've got to keep listening to that voice. All the things along the way connected to the fact that now I've gone full 360. Me being a personal trainer, whilst deep down knowing I didn't want to always be a personal trainer, but I knew it was the right path for me right now, taught me that in three years, I knew how, what it was like to be a personal trainer. So I now know how to help other personal trainers build their business. I know exactly what it takes to make yourself a renowned name in that industry because I did it when I was a personal trainer that's how I built up my name. So have I not have been a personal trainer, would I also not have realized that most women were coming to me that looked fabulous, but didn't see it. And actually deeper beneath that was that they didn't love themselves enough. They didn't believe that they were worthy. They didn't believe that they were deserving. So that was where I learned way more about women and about what we want and what we're letting like get in our way all the time. And so every single dot connects, guys. Every single dot, everything I have done up until this point right now has got me where I am today. So if you are ever questioning why you've done something or you feel like you're not in the right place, know that somewhere along the line, that place is serving you completely and it is serving you for your next step. So always, always, always trust that. The next thing is for sure, um, and I kind of have mentioned this before, is it's not about how hard you work, it's about how smart you work. Hustle is important, particularly at the beginning of your business, but it is not the be all and end all. Working smart is going to get you places. I learned from my mum and watching my mum that in order to earn good money and be successful and strive in business, I had to work 101 hours a week. And that is not the truth. If you are working smart by delegating, by planning out your days, by only focusing on one thing at a time and really nurturing that one thing before you start launching other things. And all my clients I know right now will be laughing because I'm constantly telling them that they can't do things until they've like seen one thing through before they start the next thing. If you are working smart in that way, that is where you're going to succeed. It's not about just working for the sake of it and working a hundred hours and working until the crack of dawn, because who are you trying to prove? Like, who are you trying to prove yourself to? 
it really is only about you. It's really only about how you feel. So really start understanding how to work a little bit smarter. We have a training on this inside my group coaching community called like work smart, not hard. Um, and I think it's really helped shape some of the girls' businesses. So if you are thinking of becoming a coach, then when you join, you will get access to that training. Um, one of my final things is get comfortable with making mistakes, being wrong. That's where the lessons are. And let other people tell you that you're wrong. I love that I have girls around me that call me out all the time. My girls that work for me, they're always telling me when I'm wrong, when they don't think think things are right. And I'm always giving the valid opportunity, them the opportunity to give me their own opinions on what we should be doing. Making mistakes is so good, guys. Look to make mistakes. Look for the problems in your business because that is where you're going to grow. Being wrong at every point of our business has helped me go, okay, next time around we need to do this. I think this is how we got to go this way. And if you spend your whole life worrying about getting things wrong, you're never going to succeed in the way that you want to as an entrepreneur. You're, you're just never going to. Um, and most of the entrepreneurs who are the most successful have had so many setbacks, so many failures, and they always talk about them as the very reason why their business took off or why things unfolded for them the way that it did. So get really comfortable making those mistakes and going, okay, what did we do wrong there? Why? What can we do better next time? And why was that a valuable lesson for us to learn? Like I've made mistakes by hiring people to do things for us sometimes I've, and, and like me stepping back too much. And then I realized that actually it's me in the business that really needs to be creating most of the content and just delegating out the things that I need delegating out to. I have made tons of mistakes in my business and I know I will make tons more. So get comfortable. Don't beat yourself up if you make a mistake or you launch something and it doesn't quite sell the first time around and don't give up on it either. Sometimes it's all a timing thing. When I first launched Alternatively Healthy, the online wellness magazine, and I I knew that there needed to be a magazine having worked in magazines that was written by wellness experts. I knew it needed to be there. I just knew it, but it was so early. I was so forward thinking that people didn't quite understand it yet. So then I spent two years building my name up in the industry, getting to know loads of experts, collaborating, connecting, and building my portfolio of connections. That when I relaunched it again two years later, everyone was ready for it. Everyone was like, oh my God, yes. Yes, we need a platform where it's written by experts. And yes, Becky, I trust you with my life. I want to be one of your experts. So I had all of these advocates for my brand. So it wasn't failure the first time. Timing just wasn't right. I needed to go away and make the process a little bit better. And even still, we don't really focus on alternatively healthy anymore because I think that people don't consume content in the way that they used to. I don't see it as a failure. I see that whole period of my life as the PR and the marketing and the growth to me being able to to create the business that I have right now. And a lot of the things that we are doing with Get Lit were ideas that I had with Alternatively Healthy. They just fit better here now. So there is just no such there's just no such thing as failure. I just don't believe it exists. It's only failure if you define it as that and you let it be that. Every mistake is a lesson. And so see those lessons. And I guess that leads me to my final, final point, which is your mindset is everything, guys. You can be the most intelligent, successful, um, epic person at business, whatever it is that you're doing in your business, you could have all the skills that you need necessary. But if you don't have the mindset or the belief that you are worthy of that level of success that you dream of, it will never happen. So get really comfortable mastering your mindset. Make your priority just as focused 
on your mindset as it is on your business. That's one thing I didn't do at the beginning is I was just focusing on business, 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 business. And I was ignoring all the mindset work that I needed to do, all the development that I needed to do. And so I sat there and I really spent so much time delving deep into my mindset, into my personal development, into the victim mentality that I had, into all those blocks and those barriers that I had that told me that I wasn't worthy of being seen and that I was afraid to be seen and that I wasn't worthy of earning good money because I'd never had a lot of money. And that I wasn't worthy of being successful because I just knew how to be the girl that hid and that I wasn't worthy of being the coach that actually stepped out and 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 had wisdom to give because I spent so many years interviewing other people because I didn't want to step out into the light so I hid behind everyone when I worked on my mindset and I got clear about getting the hell out of my comfort zone and that is a point I've probably missed off but I think I've done so many episodes about that when I started realizing that the only way to really succeed as an entrepreneur was to get the hell out of my comfort zone now it still happens to me I have a couple of months where I I step out my comfort zone and then I get comfortable right there then I have to remind myself it's time to level up again How are you leveling up? How are you working on your mindset? It's so important that you do as much work on your personal development and your mindset and your barriers that are holding you back as you are on growing your business. So I hope that really helps you guys. Obviously, I could probably talk forever about this. And if you guys really enjoyed this episode, then please do reach out. And if you want more business-focused episodes from us, then please do let us know. Um, But in the meantime, thank you again. Please, please, I love it when you guys DM me. But please, if you could also review on the iTunes app, that would be amazing because that is what helps us get seen. That is what helps us spread our message. And that is what helps us bring you guys more episodes. So I can't wait to see you back in season three. We have some exciting topics in the way for you on the way for you Um, and thank you again for all of your continued support and love and helping me create this brand and this business that I'm so passionate about really helping as many women as we possibly can so thank you all my love um, and all my light you have been listening to the get lit with Becky Rabin podcast thank you so much for tuning in today Please feel free to head to beckyraven.com to access my free downloads that come with this podcast. Plus head to either my profile or the Get Lit Inc. profile on Instagram to share your stories, lessons and breakthroughs with me because I want to hear from you. If you're a business owner, expert or entrepreneur, head to getlitinc.co.uk to find out more about how we can help you grow your business. In the meantime, please do rate and review our podcast so that we can bring you more motivational litness. Thank you so much again for listening. Go get lit, hun. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.